everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Duke's Dive. This week I'm going to start off with AEW. Um, <clears throat> this episode, the commentary team wasn't able to make it, so this episode had Tony Schiavone, Cody Rhodes, and Cody, Kenny Omega on commentary. Um, the first matchup was Cody Rhodes versus Jimmy Havoc. This match was surprisingly technical and move for move um, early on and so forth. Um, Rhodes puts Havoc in the figure four, and to get out of the figure four, Jimmy pokes him in the eye. Um, match moves over to the commentary table, and Jimmy grabs the headset and taunts Cody. Grabs Cody by the tongue, gives him an uppercut. Cody hits his entrance tunnel lariat on Havoc, and um, gets a lariat for his trouble back from Havoc. Um, Cody reverses a top rope suplex, and... Uh, Wins with two crossroads. Next up, we see a message from Lance Archer in the form of uh, Jake the Snake saying that uh, basically that Lance should have signed with AEW. Lance should have been with AEW from the start. Lance should have already had this match with Cody. Um, they were trying to get his attention. Lance needs. Lance wants this match with Cody. Blah 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 blah. They go to commentary. I mean, uh, commentary. They go to commercial. Come back. Cody's back on commentary, says that um, Jake is bitter and jealous, says that Lance Archer has no body of work to immediately face Cody, but he could debut next week. Um, next up we see Darby Allen versus Kip Saban. Cody compares Darby to a young Sting on commentary. He also mentions that um, the guardrails are bike racks after they are utilized. This match had a nice WCW and Nitro cruiserweight feel to it. Darby wins with a uh, Last Supper that Cody referred to as a Gibson leg lock. Next up we have uh, Jake Hager basically squashing a guy named Chico Adams. But afterwards he's attacked by John Moxley. John Moxley hits the paradigm shift. And then in the backstage promo says that he is clear to go. And Hager won't get his title because he will be um, quartered off on a stretcher or die trying. <clears throat> Next up we have QT Marshall QT Marshall versus Brody Lee. Um, Cody calls the Dark Order order a cult with the promo we got from Larian, uh, excuse me, Brody Lee with the Daddy Eats first thing and um basically the things we've basically been seeing from the Dark Order. Um, Brody Lee starts off with a nice big boot, starts working Marshall on the outside, overpowers him with suplexes on the outside, look real, real good and agile, and um, he won it with a big boss man style slam, and then a uh, um, neat looking lariat that he started off kind of like a uh, Sister Abigail teasing style that he went and then instead of hitting the crossover suplex or whatever crossover he hit the lariat. But that was pretty really neat to see. Um, they offer QT a mask after the match, so he's been offered to join join the Dark Order, I guess. Um, next up we see. 
Sammy Guevara versus Kenny Omega. This is a very special defense of the Triple A Mega Championship. Um, television defense. We don't see this very often, as we learned on uh, Being the Elite. Kenny was um, wrestling with a boxer's fracture. I learned that Sammy Guevara is trained by Booker T. We had a nice long match here. Sammy works Kenny's hand a lot. Counters a top rope cutter very nicely. Um, Kenny has a top rope. Tope Con Hero hits a V-trigger. Goes for a second one but is blocked. He does manage to hit another V-trigger. Um, Sammy hits him with a nice uh, burning hammer like go to sleep type thing. And then he hits like another V-trigger. But um, we do see Kenny Omega retain his AAA Mega Championship with a one-wing angel. Next up we have a Jericho, Chris Jericho calling Matt Hardy out uh, to answer for his actions in, in joining the Elite last week. Basically, um, this is a promo you got to see to believe. Um, cuts a promo on Vanguard 1, you know, offers him to join the Elite. Vanguard 1 flies away. Um, holograms, projections, Matt was all over the audience. Um, you know, when they do meet face to face, we learn, you know, we, we see obviously that Matt and Chris Jericho have had history before, but this is a new version of Matt Hardy, not only broken, but not the broken Hardy from before, which was Zenith. This is the broken Hardy known, broken Hardy with the entity known as Damascus behind the wheel. Um, he, he was basically saying that he was paying a favor back to um, the Young Bucks and. Um, that he really doesn't owe them an allegiance, but other than that, he's been seeing the inner circle run roughshod over all elite wrestling, and um, he's not going to put up with that. And uh, basically, he's going to turn all elite wrestling into all delete wrestling. Um, it was good stuff, and uh, it's awesome to see the original Matt Hardy, the original broken Matt Hardy back. Uh, or with uh, classify myself as obsolete piano theme back in full effect everything that basically we lost when he joined over into uh, WWE is now back into full effect the broken universe is in full effect and um, basically that covers my coverage of AEW for March 25th. Alright ladies and gentlemen, next up is NXT from March 25th. This week was back to the wrestling of NXT. Um, of course, back at the Performance Center, no fans. 
Uh, TakeOver Tampa was cancelled, but the matches that were supposed to have taken place over TakeOver Tampa are now going to be taking place on NXT over the next couple of weeks. First match we see is Austin Theory versus Tyler Breeze. Um, Theory comes out with a cell phone teasing Breeze in his entrance, hits a rolling blockbuster, Breeze hits the uh, supermodel kick for a two count, Theory um, then goes to cut a promo on Breeze on his phone mid-match, um, you know, during a highly competitive thing here, and uh, Breeze hits him with a beauty shot for the win, and then shows him how to cut a cell phone promo the right way. Next one was Aaliyah versus Io Shirai. Aaliyah was just returning after four months after breaking her nose. She was set to face Zaya Lee, but Zaya was attacked backstage. This was a qualifying match for the number one contender ladder match in um, quick fashion, though. Um, Io Shirai wins after she hits her signature moonsault. Awesome stuff. Um, Next up, we see Keith Lee come out, and he basically says that after a grueling match with Cameron Grimes, he was attacked by Damian Priest. He thought it was Dominic Dijakovic, and he was taunting him with his title, and, you know, he re- retaliated, but he basically owes Dominic Dijakovic an apology. Dominic Dijakovic comes out, <clears throat> said he really doesn't care about his apology. The fact of the matter is, he was attacked, and... Basically, he only cares about that North American title. Out comes Damian Priest. He says he wants that title. He needs. He wants the extra money that's going to come with it and uh, the infamy, basically. Of course. Um, and Keith Lee says all of you guys are squabbling over the title while he stands right here. And uh, then Damian says, well, I guess it's time to make you not stand. And then... Him and Lee start fighting, and basically, Dijakovic hits them with a Tope Kun Hero. And uh, that's how bad he wanted that title, they said. Next up was an Adam Cole promo that says um, he's on vacation, but Dream does not have him flustered because he's the longest reigning champ. And announces that next week will be. Velveteen Dream versus Bobby Fish. Next uh, match is Candice LeRae versus Caden Carter. This was a nice smash mouth back and forth. Um, the two meshed very well, I think. LeRae was <clears throat> wins after she taps Carter out to the Gargano escape after a Shining Wizard attempt. Um, the latter match for the number one contender now goes. Chelsea Green, Maya Yim, Tegan Knox, Io Shirai, and Candice LeRae. And there's going to be one more spot as far as that goes. That will be decided here in a couple of minutes after I tell you the match. But first up, we see Matt Riddle versus Roderick Strong in the main event of the evening. This was a super Matt-based, super card of honor style match. The two do have history at NXT TakeOver. There was a nasty gut wrench superplex from Riddle. Strong gains the upper hand and hangs Riddle up in the ropes. There's a lot of quick move-for-move exchanges. Riddle picks up the win, though, with a bro Derek after countering a 
running corner to corner forearm smash from Roderick Strong. After the match, he was attacked by an unknown team that was led by Malcolm Bivens. So to finally see the on-screen debut of Malcolm Bivens, I've been waiting to see that for a while now. Um, I know he got signed back a while ago, but it's awesome to finally see his on-screen NXT debut. Um, like I said, there's one more spot for the ladder ladder qualifying match there will be a second chance women's gauntlet match next or excuse me next week which would be tonight as I'm recording this Wednesday morning um, there will be a second chance women's gauntlet for the remaining ladder spot featuring Zaya Lee, Deanna Perrazzo, Dakota Kai, Aaliyah, Caden Carter, and Shanti Blackheart um, of course then also, tonight will be Bobby Fish versus Velveteen Dream, and it was made official that the North American title will have a triple threat, Damian Priest, Dominic Dijakovic, and Keith Lee. Um, to cap things off for the week, we see a Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa sit-down that was orchestrated with Triple H. Um, basically, it compares the two to he and Shawn Michaels. They basically all agreed that this whole feud needs to end. Triple H sees fit that it should end in Mania. Gargano says he doesn't really care about that. It doesn't need to end at at Mania. It should have ended a year ago, but um, Tomasa had to go and break his neck. You know, things get heated. He says, I don't care if I wrestle him in an empty building. And I guess basically Triple H is going to find an empty building for these guys to wrestle in and as he says, if the feud doesn't end after this, excuse me, I guess they'll both be fired, from what he said, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, that wraps things up for NXT, and uh, basically, that wraps up things for the week. Um, I'm going to come back here in another week here and cover... A couple different things for you. Um, the first couple of matches for <clears throat> um, the TakeOver Tampa show replacement um, and probably just WrestleMania, and we'll leave that as a jumping off point. Um, I figure that I'm going to restart fresh on the WWE Universe. And I'm going to start, I'm going to make WrestleMania my jump off point, my fresh slate point. So basically what I'm going to do is um, cover that. That will be the end of episode, or excuse me, the end of season two. And anything from that point on after next week will be the beginning of season three of the Duke's Dive. I thank you for joining me. I thank you for listening. Um, Shorter one for you guys here as we move into WrestleMania week weekend here and um, wish you all happy times and this trying time we're living in here right now and everything's gonna shake out and settle out here here soon and be back to normal. 
Like I said, thanks for listening. Tune in next week to the Duke's Dive. Thank you. Goodbye.